Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, everybody. You are now listening to the Overflow Podcast with Jay and Joaquin. Five, four, three, two, one. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Happy New Year! <sighs> it's cold out here. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of of 2020 for the Overflow Podcast. As always, I am. Joaquin. And I am Jay. Hey. <laughs> Jose. You, you added that extra. That's right. Feeling, I'm feeling a little extra, a little extra, extra. Um, today, so anyway, we are so glad that you guys are here as we embark on this, the, uh, what will be in a couple of weeks, the fifth year, correct? Yeah. yeah. Of... Uh, the Overflow Podcast. If you guys want to check out the new podcast we just started called The First 30, just go to theoverflowpodcast.com. You'll be able to the links there. Um, and just check it out. Let us know what you think. We're kind of uh, trying to figure it out. And you can be part of that process. righty. So, Jay, what up, man? How it do? How it do? How was... Uh, How's your week? How's your first week in 2020? Um, it was great, dude. It was great. Um, started off, you know, for those of us that start our weeks on Sunday, um, started off in Nashville on Sunday, um, hanging out in our Nashville church. My brother Junior, actually, he didn't go to church. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't go to church. Um, but the fam went and. Um, Hung out a bit with uh, Jackie Velasquez and Nick Gonzalez, who are the worship pastors of that church. And then, dope. And then, um, dude, like a nice, you know, back to work. Right. You know, back to work sucked for me. Like some people only had like a few days off and then work and then the weekend, right? Right. I had the entire days off, right? So my last day of work was that Tuesday. Okay. Okay. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, because Fridays work from home. Right. So as soon as I but as soon as I was done, I told my boss, "Yo, I'm done. I'm out." And he was like, "All right, yeah, have a have right. a great so weekend." Yeah, as long as the stuff is turned in right? and good to go. So like, I was gone like for five days, right? Um, so Christmas here, and then we went to Nashville. So coming back on Monday, <laughs> I did my work so angry. I did my work too well because I did my work on Tuesday. I took care of the newspaper for. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So I got there Monday, and I'm like, can I go home? <laughs> can, I, can I please just leave? So what do I do? On Monday, I take care of Tuesday. So then Tuesday, I come in like, can I leave? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But then, you know, New Year's Eve, we stayed up. We watched the ball drop. Right. Um, then went right to bed. <laughs> Word. So I woke up to a whole bunch of Happy New Year. Yeah, text yeah, messages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Word. Yeah, I um, that's awesome. Yeah, no, for me, uh, the 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 nightmare that was my last two weeks <laughs> over. 
because I was working overnights. Yeah, you got to stop that. And it was brutal. I mean, I don't mind doing it if it's if it's if it's to help. But um, halfway through, I realized that my manager doesn't care. Um, you know, he don't appreciate. You don't appreciate the things that I do. You don't appreciate the fact that I, you know, completely jacked up my last two weeks to help him out. Right. So he's going to have to learn. He's going to be learning this he year. He's going to learn today. He's going to learn this year. He wants to, you know, he wants to come in and start doing, you know, start doing dumb stuff. Okay, you're going to learn then when people ain't, ain't going to step up to help you, to help you out what it means to, uh, you know, be appreciative of what your folks do for you. So if you're a boss out there, not a, I'm a boss, like you, because that's what you call yourself. I mean, if you actually run stuff, boss, <laughs> you know. <laughs> more, more than just running your mouth. More than just running your mouth. Right? People don't treat, treat, treat your people well. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right? Somebody said that to me a while ago about Yo. you know about like leadership and bosses, yeah. right? And so that's such a cliche. It is, but, but it's so true. It's very true. So true. So yeah, but um, man, I had a, you know honestly though working overnight, it wasn't that. It wasn't bad. We weren't busy because of the holidays, so I just basically watched TV. <laughs> yeah, I just was like, you know, I just watched my shows. I got into Criminal Minds, and I've been binging that. Like I'm, no. And so I watch it. I I love cop stuff, and then that's like really dark cop stuff because it's dealing with like <laughs> serial colors and stuff. So uh, I've been enjoying that, and uh, yeah, man, enjoyed enjoyed the holiday. Got to um, uh, enjoyed uh, New Year's with my girl and, and her daughter and her her sister and her sister's husband, and we New Year's Eve, right? New because Year's on New Year's yeah, Day we spent it together. Because on New Year's Day, I uh, yeah, that's right. New Year's Day, Jay yeah. and his family came, and my mom's friend Mylene and Jorge came, and my girl came, and we all had frituras, like the horrible. But amazing yeah, Puerto man. Rican food. Moms, moms, moms hooked it up, man. But she it's horrible because it's all fried stuff. Yeah, she made capurrias, she made empanadas, and she made um, pionono. You know, yo, the pionono's in a cup. Yeah, I still got a, I still got a copy of that. That was dope. Yo, um, um, I was. It was funny because I wanted to take some some pasteles. stuff home, but you know, stuff is good when there's nothing to take off. <laughs> yeah, right. You look at I was leftovers. Looking, I was looking for some pastelito, and I'm like. Oh man! <laughs> guess, guess not. Guess I'm not taking anything home. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So we all got to hang out all day, and and it was a lot of fun. And then yeah, um, it was dope. It was dope since I haven't, I haven't seen moms and pops in a while. But then also, I think the last time um, they saw the kids was when Sonia was born. Right. Right. I so so. Yeah. so Bean was two, and Sonia was was a newborn. <laughs> So, so that it's was funny because because yeah. she she was like, oh, that's so great. I haven't seen um, Bean and Sonia in such a long time. It's like I know it's been so long. They're teenagers now. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, stop it. <laughs> but yeah, so we, yeah, so got to do that. And then um, on Wednesday night um, at seven, I started my seventy-two hour fast, which went through yesterday at seven, <clears throat> and I did it. Whee! So nothing. You need anything, anything at all. So from 7 p.m. on New Year's Day to 7 p.m. Sunday, or Saturday, Saturday. Um, my meals, quote unquote meals, consisted of water uh, with apple cider vinegar and lemon. Okay. Or just water, depending on right. if I finish drinking it. Black coffee with some MCT oil, uh, maybe a little cream. Um, 
but I, I kind of held off on my coffee. Then I, did, I would do, uh, I did bone broth, chicken, chicken broth that, okay. you can, that you can buy already made in a yeah, 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 thing. Yeah. And I just yeah, pour the, out. Which is like the base of a lot of other things. Like soups and you gotta You got to season yeah, it and so add just, things to it. I just added water. I mean, I just put it in a cup, heated it for about a minute. Got it hot and I went go 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 go. It that is not tasty. It's horrible. But it did. It does what it needs to do. It gave me my with sodium and it, you it know makes you feel full. Makes you. It gives you. It kind of quells. Oh, it gives the, you the energy. Quells the hunger a little bit. Um, and then I would just finish my nights. Um, a little bulletproof coffee, which is butter, MCT oil, coffee, um, and then depending on how I'm feeling, I might add a little stevia or not, but. That was it, man. I would just drink that. I can't put any of that stuff in coffee. Like the butter in the coffee bothers me. It's really good. I don't like, know. Like, I don't know how you guys made it, but it was really no, good. No, no, no. Just like um like it changes the the texture of the coffee. To me, so I don't like think it's, it, it I don't like, really think it tastes that much different. Like than, I, it's like I'd rather just have it plain. Just give me straight black coffee. I don't think it really I don't think it really changes that much different from adding the, the heavy cream to it. But I don't remember. I drink it straight black. So that, well, but you, but you buy buy it. You don't drink it black from Starbucks. You know why? Because if I'm going to spend four dollars for 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 a cup of coffee, then yeah, add some heavy cream. It doesn't doesn't really doesn't really um, some sugar free cinnamon syrup. Right? It doesn't. It doesn't really change that much. I like it, and I've I've actually um, I read this article. I've actually will buy the. I use the when I can when I remember. I use the salted butter. Actually, salted butter. Ugh. No, really? Yeah, the salted butter doesn't doesn't give it a salt taste. It actually kind of blunts some of this. It I thought, bit, I thought, um, I thought the butter for bulletproof coffee had to be like some special grass fed. It well, I mean, it should be butter. Super hyper natural butter. It should be butter. Now they they do they do claim like the, some twenty dollar butter. They from do Whole claim Foods. the gra- the grass fed is better. I don't know. I just use whatever butter is available. <laughs> whatever you, butter's on sale. <laughs> you, you just, I mean, you're doing it for the fat is what you're doing it for. Now, they okay. say the grass-fed is a little better. I might buy some grass-fed butter um, later on and just just to use it as just a... Just to see? Just to... You know, and that butter would only be used specifically for... But yeah, but you can also use the ghee, which is the... The, the karate uniform? Yeah, the karate uniform. <laughs> yeah, it's called ghee. It's a butter where they, where they take the... They they heat up the butter. They do something to the butter, and it's supposed to be just as good. You basically just have the fat, and actually, don't even have to refrigerate. It. You can just leave it on the counter. And you just scoop out, drop it into the hot coffee. And oh, that's interesting. All kinds of stuff, but that's all it was, man. I lost like six pounds. Six pounds in three days. I lost like six pounds in three days. Um, so now I'm back to my. So I'll be hitting up my ninety my ninety percent carnivore diet. Experience. Experiment. Dude, I was reading up on that and I'm like, how is that even real? How do you not get like an artery blocking heart attack? Because cholesterol is not what blocks your arteries. Remember, cholesterol, all cholesterol is is that is the stuff that hardens on the on the bottom. You know when your meat gets cold? Yeah. And you know that 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 waxy, the fat, how the fat it hardens? That's what cholesterol. Think, think of. That's what they say cholesterol does to your body. But let me ask you a question: Is your does your body get cold? Because if your body gets cold, you got to worry. You get there's less things. Yeah, you're not worried about, about you're not worried about cholesterol or heart attacks because you're dead. <laughs> no, your body heats up and your cholesterol flows through 
flows through your body. Your cholesterol, your cholesterol will go down. Your cholesterol will go down. Now your your um But what kind of meats though, right? Because all when, kinds of when I was um when my doctor said that I was borderline like high cholesterol, like whatever, like I was nothing, right. Right. Um uh, told me to to lay off the pork. <laughs> Nah, you, you eat beef, and I, pork. And I was like, oh, that's fine. It's not Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, no, you eat beef, pork, chicken, fish. I mean, any, you, you want to try to stay away from sausages because sausages tend to get um, tend to be stuffed with other stuff in it. But, it's not just meat. Like with, they might put rice in it. Well, yeah, it depends on when, you, on when you get your sausage, so unless, right? So you got to make sure you're getting 100% beef right, right. for your sausages. Um but no, the, the science is changing on the cholesterol. Your total cholesterol can be high. That means nothing. Your good cholesterol, will, I, my good cholesterol has actually shot through the roof eating the way I've been eating with, with the fat and the beef and all this stuff. Your, yeah. your bad cholesterol might, might go up or down, but, but that's irrelevant um, because your good cholesterol is good. And your cholesterol doesn't harden in your arteries. That's not what hardens in your arteries. That's other stuff. You know, a lot of the stuff where they're looking at and they're seeing is that it looks like what, what's really happening is, is a lot of the carb stuff that we're eating is really what's causing us to have the, the heart attack issues. Really, what's causing us. If you look at the blood work of people that are eating nothing but meat, their blood or, or keto style, their blood work comes back. Yeah, the total cholesterol is high, but that means nothing. It doesn't really mean what it what they think it means until it means something, right? Because every few years things change. So the the idea is that. Well, well, here's the thing. Um, the reason the reason we started eating a lot of carbs was because they, they came out with the food pyramid. Yeah. Because they were trying right. to figure out what caused Eisenhower's heart attack when he was president. But um, uh, heart attacks weren't really a thing even before before him. It was just because he was president. Oh my God, the president had a heart yeah, attack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, people used to eat lard. People used to eat all that kind of. They were fine. I remember we had lard in our house. Right. Papa used to cook with lard all the right. time. They were fine. Yeah, so, so, on, so on that. So I'm doing. Right. So on I'm, that. On your we, dad's um, having lard at the house. No, we, anyway, um, so I'm, I'm, doing my nine, <laughs> I'm doing my 90% carnivore. And we started uh, back on, on keto yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, we started back on keto yesterday. Um, so no, no breads, no grains, nothing. Right. Um, and tomorrow I start. My my workout regimen at at work, because uh, I gotta go, I gotta go, and I'm meeting my goal. And That's right. yes, it's a very self centered. Yeah, Jay can, doesn't want to be fat when he goes. An to egotistical Poland. I'm goal. calling you out. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. I was, gonna, I was gonna call myself. Out. Uh, she knows. No, but I'm saying though, because she says, "Oh no, you protect him." You know, he'll, he always <laughs> has your back. <laughs> yeah. No. no. <laughs> yeah, it's very egotistical, right? Very self centered goal, right? Um, her best friend's husband. Used to be like big, right. right? And now he, yo, when she, Magda told me that he's as thin as I was when she and I first got married. I was like, get the hell out of here. Then I saw pictures. And I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm not going to be the pipong in Poland, right? Yeah. And, just and, remember, just remember, just remember to, to lose that weight more than anything, your diet has to be on point. 100%. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. So we're changing. Everything like so you might have to, to stop doing your little tonight, oh no your little cinnamon stuff. no that's it that's it that's done this was like uh not the coffee and the the heavy cream no 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 but the cinnamon no the cinnamon well it's it's not gonna be like even though it's quote unquote sugar free right but it's not gonna be that I'd rather use just like grate some cinnamon myself 
I like cinnamon in my coffee. It's just one of those weird things. But um, bougie. Right. <laughs> yeah, yes, I have the accepted white, the, the fact. The white J. I it's not even the white J. It's my dad. My dad raised us bougie. But um, uh, yeah, and I mean, it's it's both things, right? Yeah, I I I need to get healthy again, right? But also correct. But but also, you know. I don't want to. I don't want to be bigger than this guy when I get to when right. I get to Poland. Even though it might be like ten pounds bigger, be like, I'm still bigger. Y'all look bigger anyway. <laughs> ah! But it's not just about the losing weight. Yeah. I'm going to lose weight, and I'm going to do the whole weight loss thing. But then also, uh, uh, weightlifting regimen also to like to to keep the muscle that I have and build up on the muscle that I have, tone up. Right? There's this whole tone up. What a chick thing to say. There's this. There's this. There's this whole thing that the um, the personal trainer sent me. Basically, like, like he, like the the regimen he sent me and everything he sent me. I'm like, I'm a little scared. <laughs> like, I haven't, I haven't worked out like this yeah. since I was like in my early twenties. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm doing the same. Uh, the holidays were a disaster for me, so I'm back on track, man. Like I said, I'm doing the keto thing tomorrow. I'm gonna go sign up in another gym that's closer to the house um, and start. You know, five days a week, two days off. Boom! I'm. A, right. I gotta get. I gotta get my body ready for Puerto Rico. <laughs> I got, uh, I'll leave on you the see? fourth. You get. You gotta get your body ready for Puerto Rico. No, but I'm doing it. I gotta get my body ready for Poland. My, but I'm not doing it. To, I'm not doing it because I want to be skinnier than anyone. I'm doing it because I want my girl to be like jealous while she's down there. Yeah, but all. But that's the thing. Like that's why I, I said. Be like, stop looking at my it's, man. It's self centered, right? Like it's self centered because of that. I want right? to. I want to be able to grate cheese with right? my abs. Like, you want I don't some cheese. It's not that I want to be the skinniest person in Poland. I just don't want to be bigger than this specific guy. Listen, but then, but then also, there's a big family gathering while we're there. Right. Right. Where supposedly all the men help help grandma out like chopping wood and doing all these chores for her and his shirt's off. Right? Like it's so shirts basic, off. Like, basically so. Jay's coming back with like a a, a finger. He's gonna end up chopping off a finger. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna chop off a finger, but I don't want to go over there, right? And be the only Latino there, right? The only like cause even like the other husbands, they're all Polish, right? I'm the only outsider in all aspects of the word. Right. Right. So I don't want to show up there and be like this Bansong, try to cut wood. I don't want to go like so that my wife can see, look, <laughs> look, everybody, everybody's jealous of you right now because I got a full head of Listen, hair. <laughs> you, won't, you won't be the only Bansong, right? Her dad's got a her dad's got a gut. Listen. Yeah, but her dad. What you gotta do though is you gotta oh no, see, that's the thing. I'm I'm a little ashamed of you. Because yep. because that's where that's you where you gotta it. go. That's where you gotta go in with that with that um unexplained, um, unearned you know, Latino pride. <laughs> and just, like, and just wear the white beater. Be like uh, <laughs> with the fonsa. With a uh, derbese. <laughs> How to be a Latin lover? <laughs> yes. Be like uh, you gotta no. You gotta be like uh, like a uh, Guzman, like 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 Luis Guzman. Like you know he's a ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. I just saw Papi too, like the Paris the the, the, the Puerto, Puerto Ricans in Paris. Paris. <laughs> he's just like he just he knows he just he owned it. <laughs> Oh my that's god! That's all I'm saying. I'm just that's all I'm saying. Oh my god! But no, nah. man. But yeah. So this is uh, yeah, 2020. We're refocusing. Uh, yeah, man. I got to get down to that 200 pounds. So <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I won't do it by then. I'm just saying, yo. I I mean, I've got a little more time than you. So, but uh, <laughs> well, listen. Even if I when I go to Puerto Rico in March, though, I'm still gonna be smaller than my cousin. Shoot, I'm gonna be smaller than his 
13 year old son. You'd be smaller than your cousin and his son. And his son. So, you that's know, just, I'm, I'm, that's, st- I'm still winning. That's just sad, man. That's sad. I'm still That's a sad ordeal. I'm still winning. Let's see here. That's, whoop. All right. So, um, All right. So, this is 2020. We explained that we're going to have um, a bunch of new shows, right? Correct. So, Working we're, we're, uh, we're five episodes in. On the first 30. If you've noticed, if you've been a fan, if you've been a listener of the Overflow podcast, you notice that the first half is, oh, excuse me. The first half is dedicated to our commentary and pop culture stuff and us nerding out and joking or ranting or whatever. Right. So we separated that into its own podcast called The First 30. Correct. We did a soft launch of it a few weeks ago, only to like, and we sent it out only to a few people, a couple of people, right? A few fans. And um, we were on episode number five. Uh, we just we just finished recording that, so you can find it. You can find the first like the first two or three. I don't remember how much we pu- we um, we published, but um, you can check that out if you're missing if you're missing the the wise guy content. Then you can check out the first thirty. That's where we mm-hmm. yeah. That's where we're gonna do that. And then this this um, <clears throat> this part of the old for pod. So now the old for podcast we're shifting it more. We keep we're making it more personal, really. Right, it's a lot it's more about. personal. A lot more personal, as you can hear. Um, we're gonna talk <laughs> about ourselves, we're gonna, you know, and kind of what things we're we're dealing with, and then as we as we speak as we speak as we speak as we speak our scripture, right? And then we're gonna um, we're gonna teach, but and some of the teaching will be listen you actual know, teaching, and right. some of it will be reflective might on be our reflective on our, on our personal you lives might get and a walk. sermon. You might get a soapbox sermon. Listen, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. I think today was going to be one of those soapbox sermons. It's going to be Jay's oh God, soapbox sermon. And I'm going I'm to interject my little, my little quips. No, but you got to you gotta be a part of this because my we were quips. raised, uh, um, as far as the church is concerned, we were raised on opposite, opposite ends of the spectrum. of the spectrum, right. We didn't believe in Jesus. We were, <laughs> that's, about the, that's my side. That's yes. your side. <laughs> We believe you in the, believe in Jesus. We believe, no, I believe in Jesus. Jesus like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like you, know, you guys were all about, you know, uh, speaking in tongues. We were all right. about the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> oh Y'all my goodness! We were about heresy. We were about doctrine. You know, just, 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 just kind of things. <laughs> just kind of things. Um, so yeah, so today's topic is going to be interesting. But I do, I did want to, I did want to give a little shout out. Plant a little extra seed into y'all's minds because dun, so, dun, dun. so um I as Jay knows was well, all of you guys all of you guys know right but I started going to the Spanish church um uh, it's part of the influencers um part of influencers which I've been influencers español but I've been going to the Spanish services <clears throat> I've been involved with the with the Spanish groups now for the last four years I started going to service I mean unbeknownst to unbeknownst to to any of us that's where I met my girlfriend um. That was Jay prophesied that. Yeah, I was about to say. Because Jay, Jay was like, Jay was like, you just start going to Spanish church. That's when you're gonna meet your girlfriend. I was like, man, I'm not gonna meet my girlfriend. That's when you're gonna meet the wife. I your said. wife. Yeah. I was like, whatever, dude. And um, lo and behold, I met my girlfriend. I told you who, I spoke to your pastor, right? Yes. All right. So people don't know, like uh, Joaquin's pastor now in the Spanish church. We've been friends for years, like since he was a youth pastor in Gwinnett, and we both worked at the Spanish paper together. So with the new year, I told him, yo, I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of what God is doing with you and through you and the church planning. And most of all, 
I'm proud. Uh, most of all, I'm so excited that you were able to help find Joaquin a girlfriend. <laughs> and then he hits me back with, that's the greatest miracle of the year. <laughs> you know, I ain't mad at that. <laughs> so for those of you who do not believe that God still creates yes, miracles. God still works? Right? No, he God does. is still working wonders. God is still working wonders. <laughs> working wonders every day, man. On a... On a, on a Quick sidebar, every day, man, I'm just like, Lord, thank you, because she's dope. And all my trauma from the other lady. <laughs> she who shall not be mentioned. She who shall not be mentioned. Uh, yo, um, it's like, uh, it's it's dope, man. It's dope having a partner that, uh, and, and being with somebody that's, you know, that's cool, and that understands things, and it, and it tries to build you up, and... You know, tries to encourage you. That's a, that's a nice thing. That's a nice thing. Everybody needs to find something I, like I, that. I live it every day. But um, so uh, we had uh, Pastor Ashley, who's the head of influencers. He he preached yesterday, and, and I'm not gonna go too deep into, but he he preached out of uh, Joshua one six through nine, and and that's where uh, God is basically telling uh, God's telling Joshua. You know, he's telling her, like, he's telling him, be strong and courageous, you know, because I'm about to take you into the promised land. Moses is dead. The past is the past is done. Right? Because remember, the Israelites had to wander the desert for 40 years um, <clears throat> um, until all the naysayers died. And Moses was the last one, even though he wasn't a naysayer, but he was the last one. Of that generation. Of that generation. Moses, so the past is done. Not a time to move forward. And the, the future is scary and so, uh, and uncertain. And, you know, God's telling Joshua, be strong and courageous. And the last, uh, for the Lord God. Will be with you wherever you go. Is with you wherever you go. And so, um, as we talk about the other topic, I do want to throw this out there. Um, and, and listen, last year we talked a lot about defeating our fear monsters. Defeating the things that cause defeating those things that cause us to be afraid. And so this year, as you as as you guys go forward, think about God is with you. Be strong and courageous. So this is a continuation of, of, of last year. Now it's not just don't worry about defeating your fear monster, but now it's just taking those steps and doing those things that you need to do that God's placed in your heart that you want to do. And like Pastor Ashley said, listen, do it. And if you fail, then fail spectacularly, right? <clears throat> um, get up and go. And so that's that. That just from Joaquin to you guys, from Joaquin to all everybody that's listening. Um, I actually put that on my phone. I have a little thing on my phone. It says, "Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous for all the things that that we've got going on this coming year." And and being courageous doesn't mean not being afraid. Right? Correct. You can still be afraid. While you're at the same time being courageous, being courageous in this aspect is having that faith and that trust in God that as the verse finishes, like that he'll be with you wherever you will go. Right. That's, right. What, so that's what Joshua did to learn. At some point, at some point this week, I'm going to post the whole thing up, the whole verse, the whole like six through nine, because we can read it and meditate it. Um, and hey, maybe we'll even um, maybe we'll even jump on it and jump on and it and teach it on it week or so, or even have Pastor Ashley yeah, and have him and have him come in and, and come in and, and speak share on that it. with us. Especially, especially, especially if we get we get a a, a, 
uh, our space. Let's <laughs> <laughs> begin our space. Something to be praying for. Um, yeah. So that was um, that was that was for me to you guys. So. That's and thank you. That's been the Overflow Podcast, Thanks. the first podcast of the year. Peace. Shortest ever. All right. So now. For real, right? That would have been. Yeah. So now. So now. And actually, this kind of fits. In it does a way, fit. Right? It does fit. Being strong and courageous about moving <clears throat> past, moving past the past, moving forwards towards the future. Because there's some stuff that gets taught. That, I mean, even I heard it growing up, even though, like we were talking, me and Jay are are complete opposites of the kind of theological spectrum growing up. Um, and so Jay brought this up a couple of weeks back, but we ended up putting it on the burner, on the back burner, because we had Advent uh, that we were going through for Christmas. So Jay, what you got for this week? All right. So as we said, being on opposite ends of the spectrum. So if you're a, uh, a listener of the Old Flow podcast, then you know a little bit about me and the fact that I grew up... Um, Spanish charismatic. I don't know if I'm going to keep saying Spanish charismatic because if you're charismatic, you speak in tongues, so it don't matter. So basically, you grew up Pentecostal. <laughs> so I grew up, yeah, charismatic with you know the the beliefs of you know speaking in tongues and the moving of the Holy Spirit and all these other spirits and things. Now. Just in case, just in case, I don't think this needs to be said, but if there are new listeners, right, I am not a cessationist. I do believe that the Holy Spirit moves and is in power today, right? I do believe in the gift of speaking in tongues, but I don't believe that if you do not have the gift of speaking in tongues, then that automatically means that you are not saved, right? Right. And that's where the legalism steps in, and that's how I grew up. Right. Um, right. Some people have PlayStations. Some people have Xboxes. <laughs> right. And I like the PlayStation. But anyway, um, I used to have both, but I sold it. I sold the Xbox. <laughs> anyway, uh, getting off track. So there's this there's this um, belief in a lot of these charismatic churches. Right? I would be so bold as to say in all of them, um, especially the hyper charismatic ones, uh, primarily. Right. Where. Where there is a belief that there are generational curses that that um that are on you still today that guide you still today right. that still um what's the word mm, it's not persecute but we can use that um that uh, influence that uh, persists uh, it's another p word but I can't think of it right now anyway pugnacious it pugnacious <laughs> right um. Right about generational curses. It right, doesn't that matter. Are prevalent right? in that, your life. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> right, that are prevalent in your life even after you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Lord and Savior. Even right. after you have declared Jesus as, you know, as Lord of your life, right? Because that you know, even after you've repented, right? So, and I was thinking about. I don't remember how how it came up, where where it 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 it, it gnawed at me. And it gnawed at my heart, and it gnawed in my brain. Right. And now I was like, there's, like, I know I grew up believing this, and I grew up thinking this, but now, you know, when I was a child, I, I spoke as a child, but now that I'm a man, right, <laughs> I, don't, I put away childish things. So, and, and, and like Joaquin and I were talking about it earlier, and there's this whole, like, um, commercial aspect of it where there are books written, videos made, and all these things about yeah. breaking the generational curses over your life, right? And, um... And 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 I, I I threw myself all right. So my one resolution 
for the new year. I only have one resolution. And that one resolution that I have for this year is to get on my face more, right? And pray, right? Get on my face more and and, right. and, and meet God and, and, and spend more time on my face in the presence of God, right? Because I... I I do like sporadic prayers and right. you know whenever I remember, but now I want to be more, more um, intentional. Intentional about separating do time. I need to speak for yeah, you? yeah. Okay. Separating time and space, right. specifically just yeah. to be in the presence oh, of God, like a, a green space, right? Um, nah, yeah, do, yeah. I, I call them do dolutions. Do instead of resolutions. <laughs> like these are things I want to do, not resolve to do, but right. I want to do. But so, I, my, that's one of mine too. Of so like the ten that I have. Yeah, yeah. So I've been like, because my 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 way of thinking is that if if I do this, right, then everything else will fall in. Correct. Right. Like everything is like a delusion. Right? A delusion. Right. <laughs> not a delusion. Right? Delusion. It sounds like delusion. Right. But that's what it is. Right. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these other things shall be added unto you. Right. So that's my my one thing. My one delusion. I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking it. I'm using it. Right. Um. So I um I took advantage and I said, well, let me start early because I was I I came up with this whole thing since before Christmas. But then I got curious of the advent, and so we pushed it in the back burner. And I'm glad that it's the first one that we do for the new year because I got on my face and I was praying and I was I was speaking to God and I was and I was and then like my silent prayer where I was praying with my heart and my mind, um, all of a sudden turned into a out loud conversation, right? And that happens a lot. I mean, it, literally one of those things that you can walk into, you <laughs> you can walk past my bedroom and you hear me. Like yelling and speaking and being like speaking loud and passionate, and you open the door and like, oh, who you talking to? Like, yeah. who's in here with yeah. you? Nobody. Now, now he's talking about his delusions. <laughs> Nobody, right? Like, at least Magda now, like she knows when I tell her I'm gonna go pray, and she walks past and she hears me, right? Right? Like she knows, like just leave me alone. But um, so I was, I was, I was having this conversation with God and asking the Holy Spirit about, you know, how is this? taught how is this believed like it, it it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me now now that i'm now that i'm old and i'm i'm more biblically read right it doesn't make sense to me because if if romans says that you know that the old has passed away the old is dead and the new is gone the new has come right and and, and it says that we have been re- renewed that we have what is it but that that our minds have been renewed, right? right? right. So our way we have been transformed by the renewing of our mind, right? And 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 if we believe that 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 when Jesus comes and the Holy Spirit comes into our heart and it comes into our lives, right? That on the cross Jesus broke, quote unquote. I'm going to quote the song, right? That He broke every chain, right? Then why do we believe that when we are a new creation? That we are brand new, that Jesus broke every chain except for the chain of that one generational curse or 30 generational right. curses. Whatever. I don't know how bad your generations are. I mean, well, I mean, right. And and, and what, what does that even mean? Right. Like, what is so, it, what is a generation? You know, so there, it, there, are, there, are, there are examples in the Old Testament, right? In the Old Testament, specifically, you can find it in Exodus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, a whole lot of it in the book of Judges, where where God speaks about, you know. The curse of the generation, because the father, the sins of the father, up to three generations will be right. Even like in the book of Daniel, do you remember the book of Daniel when, when um the the priests 
lied, like did that whole thing about Daniel and they had Daniel thrown in the in the in the lion's den. Right. Right? Nebuchadnezzar, or not Nebuchadnezzar, who was the king at that time? Was it Xerxes? Artaxerxes? Artaxerxes was Esther. Right, whatever. The king of that time, no, Darius. It was King Darius. Darius. So the king of that time, he threw those priests into the lions then, not only them, but also three generations down, right? Like the whole, their whole family was white clean, right? Off, off the face of the earth, off the history books, off of everything, right? right? So it was like that. And, 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 and that's the thing. But the fact of the matter is that the church today tends to think that those things still exist. And if you believe that they're after you repent, Right. right, because even in the Old Testament during these times, the way to break that generational curse was to come before God, you know, and repent. Like you had to build an altar and you had to right. build, make a sacrifice or go to the high priest to do a sacrifice and repent, right? And that broke that curse, right? So if now, if the ultimate sacrifice on the was Jesus on the cross, then why do we think that if I come and I repent? And I give my life to Jesus and I declare him Lord of my life, right? And I go and I sin no more. Then why do we feel that? Oh, no, but wait a minute. You still have this generational curse on you right, the, that you need to be delivered right, from. Right. Why is it that we say, we tell people, look, your past, your past has been wiped away. He's forgotten it from the, as, what is right here? As, as far, far as the east is from the west, west. tossed it into the sea of forgetfulness. Except for that one thing. Uh, except for that one thing. Except right? for that one thing. <laughs> And there have been services, there have been books, there are ministries, deliverance ministries that I think are now that I think are like they're great if you're if you're talking about you're delivering you're delivering um those that don't know the that Lord. don't yeah, exactly. But we'll get into that another time, right? But the thing is that in this day and age where we are New Testament believers, right? I'm not rejecting the old testament lessons, but we are New Testament believers. The sacrifice was made, right? A generational curse was a consequence for a specific nation, and that nation was the nation of Israel, and mostly for a specific sin. And that sin, if you read scripture, was for idolatry, for putting another God before the God of the universe, right? And you can find this especially in the book of Judges, right? But the cure for a generational curse has always been repentance, right? God has always called the people of Israel to repent when they went into other gods, to pagan gods, to Babylonian gods. It was always that they had to repent. And when they repented, the curse was broken. So the repentance that we have now because of the sacrifice by Christ on the cross, the blood shed, right? Why do we feel that we are still bound by generational curses? That means that we take the power of the cross and we limit it, right? We limit it. Like God is able right. to protect you, to save you from every sin, every curse, except for this one. This one curse was more powerful than Christ's sacrifice on the cross. Right. Right. And that, like, it, it just, it blew me away. It blew my mind, right? I think that we as Again, as the New Testament generation, and that's been happening since the resurrection of, of Christ um, from the grave, right? We are the New Testament generation. We are the, 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 BC, the BC believers, right? We need to reject this idea of having to be delivered 
after repenting, right? Right. And and, and being and, and and being owned or or being dictated and controlled by a generational curse after we have repented. Right? right. Because a child of God who has been renewed, who has been redeemed by the blood shed on the cross, who has given his life over, who who's who's past life and that includes whatever sins of the father, the grandfather, grandmother, whatever, right, has died because and they have been renewed and restored, right, according to um I think it's first Corinthians five seven that the old is the old is dead, the new has come, right? Romans one two says, you know, be not conformed to the ways of the world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? Right? So the generational curse has always been repentance. And this day and age, when we repent, the cure for the cure for the regen- right, the cure, the, for the, the cure the for the generational curse. Thank you. Has always been repentance, and we re- when we repent now by declaring Jesus right. as Lord over our lives, right, and accepting the Holy Spirit into our hearts and, and and leaning into the Holy Spirit, then that's our repentance, and that generational curse is no more. It no longer right. has any power over <clears throat> us or the generation that comes after us, right? Because we we stand in right. the gap. Whatever, whatever. whatever that means, and because for me, my struggle with that whole idea of a generational curse is, you know, I I think so. Is it that you know some, you know, bruja, some witch was like, you know, there's some santeria on you, there's some santeria on you, <laughs> and so that's that's what that's what a, the curse is. I think I was, you know, you and you didn't touch on it, but you, I don't think you touched on it, but I, I remember seeing earlier, you know, I think the the idea of generational curses really comes from. I think we should really call them gener- generational behaviors, right? Right. Because, uh, you know, my daddy was an alcoholic. You became an alcoholic. Now we're talking some of those things are, is just genetics we've, we've come to find out. So the way to defeat, right, your alcoholism is you stop drinking. Stop drinking because my, right, my dad was an alcoholic. Right. You make, you make, <laughs> you make the decision that mm-hmm. um, this is no... No longer going to be so. It's not. Yeah, it's, so not you, it's not. It's not that there's there's this, this curse on you of alcoholism. It's that there's uh, some things. There's just a. Um, there's just a, a thing with the gene that, that you or, or that you learn, right? Yeah. That, well, you know, you you were a teacher as well, and we as, as a teacher in New York, you know, I was always told, you know, that children learn what they live. Right. right, and a lot of that's why a lot of the behaviors right. that they learn at home, they bring it into the school. Right, and that's what right? we see. So and, and, and that's what it is. Right, granddaddy because was a, was locked up in jail. Right, or great granddaddy mm-hmm. was locked up in jail. Daddy was locked up in jail. Right, granddaddy mm-hmm. was locked up in jail. Cousin was locked because up in jail. I grew up with my dad being an alcoholic when I was younger. When I got right. older, he stopped. But when I was younger, he was an alcoholic. He would come home drunk. Right, he hated. Everything about the church because right. he was in super rebellion mode. Again, when I got older, he started going to church again or whatever. But that's how I grew up. And it, because of that, right, I decided that right. I'm never going to get drunk. I think in my f- entire life, I've only been drunk once. And, right. and that was on purpose. Like I was so angry and depressed. So I purposely drank myself into a stupor. But like that's why like right now, um, I... I I rarely like you. Can, I can have a six pack of beer in my house, and it'll be there for months, right? Or unless other friends come in and say, right. "Yeah, go ahead, take it, try it," right? Because I just don't give myself to that. I'm not saying that I don't drink. I do have a beer every once in a while, right. but I, I I purposely make the decision to like not be an alcoholic, right? And it has 
nothing with spirits or spirit of alcoholism that's non-existent, that's right. not real. But there's no generational curse because my dad's, my granddad was an alcoholic, and my dad was an alcoholic through right. like the young part of my life. Right? None of my brothers, like we all, <laughs> like all of us, because of that. We only like social drinkers. Like we don't get drunk. We don't right. do that because we grew up under that, right? So, like you, like you were saying, it's not so much a generational curse, but like something that. Well, I mean, some, it, some, something that's learned. So it, it it is a curse, right? I mean, it is a generational curse in the sense that you you've developed a pattern. Ah, I see you. What you're saying? Uh, uh, you've developed a pattern of behaviors, mm. right? So it's like. So it's like, you know, I mean, when I was a teacher, even, you remember, you know, grandma was 40. Mom was, you know, grandma was 40 and had her kid when she was 15. And then mom was, you know, whatever, 15 years less than that is, yeah. right? Was, you know, grandma, you know, mom is 25 or whatever. And she's got a 15 year old. Right. And then, then all of a sudden out of no, out of quote unquote nowhere, 15 year old is pregnant. That's a curse, right? Because it is it is a it is it is a it is a pattern of behavior that is that is being. But is it a it, curse or is this something that's learned? Well, it's well, right. It's like both, right? To, the way I see it, it's kind of a it's kind of it means the, it kind of almost means the same thing, in the sense that you don't where you know if you're talking generate if you're using the, the language of generational curses, it it is because it it that this same sin keeps vis you know the same. Uh, behavior or sin keeps visiting the family should be the rebellion right but it's but it's a curse because it's rebellion it's a it's a curse the curse is the is that the pattern is in other words how do you end the curse through through you just self, you yourself said it right yeah, through, through repentance through repentance right which means that old behaviors are, are gone right so how do you so how so how do you end a generational curse you're you're the one that stops that behavior through re, through repentance. Yeah. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. it's like a it is like a curse because it, it keeps inflicting this damage to your to your family, but you have to end it with repentance, right? My re my dad was abusive. Repent and right. What did Jesus say? Repent. Go and sin no more. Go and sin right? no more. Right. So it's 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 repentance, but then living that life consecrated to Jesus. Right. Because because in the Old Testament, you said I mean you have it here in your notes, right? The curse came about out of out of rebellion, out of right. disobedience. Disobedience. So there's disobedience, and disobedience begets disobedience, which begets disobedience, which begets disobedience. So there that's that's the curse. The curse is the disobedience. And how do you get rid of that? Is is the repentance, and I think that I think that's how we need to. It's so it's generational in the sense that we keep teaching it, we keep teaching these 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 things to our, you know, people talk. Listen, you want families to do better, you know, you have to have dads in the picture. You can't have dads gone and then go wonder why why our communities, why are our communities suffering, right? With with kids. Being born out of wedlock with violence with whatever. How do we stop this? Well, how do we stop this? Well, we stop it by bringing putting dads back into the picture, by by repenting of this lie that we've we've taught generations that you don't need a dad, you don't need a man, you don't need somebody there. Right. You could do it all on your own. Right. 
<clears throat> that's the curse. The yeah. repentance is saying, look, no, we 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 have to put we got to put dads. Yeah, back. we need we need fathers because a bad hus- dad. We need, as, we need fathers. A, a, we need husbands. A, listen, as as bad as your your dad or my dad might have been at times, right? We're where we are because we had a dad, right? Whether we learn to not do certain things because of them, or be, or we learn to do certain things because of them, but we had a dad to teach us what it means to be responsible, what it means to be whether men. he whether he taught by example so we can emulate, or he taught by example so we can like reject, reject, right? right? You know, we still he was still there, he was still there, right? he was still there, and he was still a presence, right? Right, and even now that my dad is gone, right, as I raise my kids, he's still there. Right, right. He's still a presence in my life as, presence. as I as as I raise them. Yeah. So right? I think so. I think that's that when we talk about. So I think that's where 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 as a church as Christians we need to really start um focusing in on it's it's telling people look you know and and we've seen this throughout the years right people we we got to start calling things again what they are right. You know, and we got to start challenging people to stop doing those things. Right. And I because think- there, there are a lot of things that the church, I mean, there, I, 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 I've seen churches um, tell women, you know, you need to leave that man alone. Right. Right. And get away from him or whatever. Right. I've seen, you know, and instead of, instead of offering the help, the biblical counseling, you know, the whatever. Right. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that that, that covers a multitude of, of abuse. Right. Right. You know, abuse is abuse is abuse. Right. But um, uh, right, showing up to church with with broken arms and black eyes is way different than you going. Oh, I just don't know if I love him anymore. Uh, he works. Uh, he works too many he hours, and he's never home. Right. That's way different. Right. Different. So. <laughs> right. So, but 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 the thing is that you know, also we have to as a church. <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of slack. I'm gonna get a lot of heat for this. You know. Ooh. Also, as a church, we have to realize that. Not everything is an evil spirit or a demon, right? Right. We 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 tend to quickly say you got a spirit of this, you got a spirit of that, right? You know, not everything is a demon Maybe. or a spirit. Something could be genetics. Some things could be <laughs> rebellion, right? Rebellion. Some things could be you're just a, a jerk. Some things could be as you know as 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 simple as your diet, right? right. Your, your diet with all the right. hormones and the things that's put into wrong, it, right? That's what was wrong with me. I had the spirit of fat. <laughs> the spirit of fatness. No, the spirit of obesity. The spirit of obesity. You got to be nice You got to say it right. The you got to say it nice. I didn't reject it. I didn't repent of it. Oh, I didn't get it prayed out right? of me. Had you, had you done that? Had you, mm. gotten, had you gotten delivered from your obesity, I would, you wouldn't have had to work so I hard. I wouldn't have had to work so hard. This is, wait, gosh darn it. That's what you do when you try to do it under your own power. Right? But, you know, the... The church tends to like, right. and, and it's almost like a blanket excuse. Oh, well, you know, well, let's pray for I'm, this spirit of, right. you know, and, and, being, and it's the thing, I'm like, being when, when, I, when I was younger in church, they, they, um, they invited this guest preacher that when he did the calling for prayer, I went up for prayer, and he kept pushing me. Like, he kept pushing me, and I wouldn't fall back, right? And so um, Ray, Ray, Ray taught me how to stand with my hands raised so I won't fall, like, to fix my center of gravity, right? Right. And so since I wouldn't go down, this guy said, oh, church, you got to join me in prayer because this young person has a spirit of rebellion and he won't go down. And I'm like, and I opened my eyes quick. I don't have a spirit of rebellion. I have a spirit that I don't want you to push me. Right? Like I told him straight out. I don't want you to push me. And if you do push me and I fall, you're going to get a spirit of my fist in your face. (laughs) And Padron was like, 
<laughs> he was like, hey, uh, how about you go pray over there? He's one of mine. I'll pray for him. <laughs> and he got close to my ear. And he was like, you got to stop threatening my guest preachers. <laughs> like, well, tell him to stop pushing, right? That's like, Jay's like, spirit of rebellion. Like yeah. a, a, spirit, a spirit of rebellion. Like, and he still hasn't, he still hasn't uh, repented of that. But anyway. I, I, I have it. Hey, hey, hey. I have it. He's still right? rebelling. I'm still, um, I'm still rebelling. Judges tw- in Judges 12, you see, you see how a rebel leader was used by God. So I'm going to say about that. Right, but the thing is, we want to as we as we as we close up. as we close right. We want to remind, we want to we want to not even remind. We want to make you think about this whole generational curse thing. Right, if you are a believer of Jesus Christ, if you repented of your sins, right, if you are living a life righteously before Him, I'm not saying perfect and sinless because that's only Jesus. Right, then you are no longer bound or or prisoner of whatever generational curse that there is or that there was on your family or in your life, right? Right? That that needs to be taught, that needs to be said, it needs to be reminded. Like whatever it is, it, it you just need to make this truth into your in your life. Because in saying that after being made new by Jesus and after walking with the Holy Spirit that you are still possessed by some evil or some darkness or some other spirit besides the Holy Spirit, that makes the power of the Holy Spirit void. That makes the sacrifice of Christ on the cross void. If you believe that Jesus can break every chain, then that includes that chain. That includes those right. chains, right? You you know, you repent. You repent and you live a life consecrated to the Lord, and that chain is broken. That curse is broken. That thing is gone, right? And, and then you are no longer bound by that. Now, that doesn't mean for you and your family as far as your brothers and sisters and everyone else unless they also repent. Right. But that means for you and your family, the generation that comes after you, your children, your children's children, right? That kills that for your line. Right. If the rest of your family doesn't repent, then they might still be bound by that, and you and you just pray for for their salvation. You right. pray for them to come to the Lord for themselves, but you are no longer bound. Right? You do not need deliverance. <laughs> right. And if you feel like you need deliverance over something, it's not that you need deliverance. You might just need repentance over that thing, or you might yeah. need to, or you might mm. need to to you know finally really give that up to mm. God. Um, really or, lay that on or, the cross, or, get, or you might need to get some counseling or, or or get some help, and and so, you know, all those things um, are viable and are good options and are good things to do. If if you if there's still things that you're struggling with, it's not that it's a curse. Maybe you just need help, and then look for that help uh, from someone that is going to not only encourage you and help you with that thing, but they're going to help and encourage you in your spiritual growth. And that's it. That's all I got. Anything else, Jay? That's it. All right, hey guys, thanks. Go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. (laughs) Hey guys, thanks for joining us. So glad that you uh, stuck with us. Um, And hey, we're excited for this new year. We hope you're excited for your new year. Remember, be strong, be courageous. Sin no more. Sin no more. Peace. Thanks for listening. Remember to go to theoverflowpodcast.com to subscribe to the podcast on all streaming platforms and catch up on all the links of the week. And don't forget to follow our playlist on Spotify.